You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Look, I made you some unsportsmanlike content. Unsportsmanlike content. content. Unsportsmanlike content. Content. Content that's unsportsmanlike. There will be um, a couple of questions in here regarding the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, all of this was done before the news of the day in uh, Kansas City. So we move on in this next segment, obviously acknowledging what has happened. And again, if you just missed it, the Kansas City Star is reporting that there are two dead and three people taken into custody in the Chiefs Super Bowl parade shooting. With that, Joey, who has done a great job today, filling in for Nick. He has not been annoying in any way. He is yep, not annoying whatsoever. Completely deflected not all annoying. of Josh's attempts to backseat produce aggressively, I would say. Not even passive aggressive. Aggressive aggressive backseat producing. Today. Well, let's see how he reads these questions, huh? Mm, see? Oh. I'm just Ooh. saying let's see how he reads the questions. Me now. Just stating words well just know that if he missteps there's a good chance josh josh miswrote the question and i didn't correct his errors for him as i usually do mm. <laughs> here we go college football mid-season firings move over and make room for ohio state basketball who fired chris holtman today in the middle of a 14 and 11 season where they are just 4 and 10 in big 10 surprising no, right? Like every response that I saw about this was the surprise maybe was that it happened today instead yes. of at the end of the season. That's, and guess what that means? 30-day window open. Oh, my gosh. That now. Come on. They wouldn't leave. right? You can't leave and go play anywhere else right now, though. What would no. be the point of leaving? That'd be a jerk move. Finish the, the season. It's going mean, to be over in a few weeks. that leaving in the first place is a jerk move, so yeah, I, I guess that wouldn't do. change anything. No, it is not surprising, and we talked about this earlier. You know, this was the school that Greg McDermott turned down seven years ago. Yep. Uh, this this was Gene Smith's call, the outgoing AD. The hire will be made by Ross Bjork, the incoming AD. Ross Bjork was the one who hired Buzz Williams, who is his, was his coach now, mm-hmm. Texas A&M. But consider what Gene Smith has done in his tenure. He fired Jim Tressel. Oof. Third most wins in program history, national championship. He thought fired Thad Mata, winning his coach in program history, two Final Fours. And now he has fired Chris Holdman, fifth most wins in program history, five tournaments in seven years. Mm. This dude, this is the Teflon Don right here. Mm-hmm. He can just And now whack. he's getting out of Dodge. He just, he just take firings left and right and then what if he held his nose and hired uh, Chris Beard? That's a possibility. Because he's not coaching right now, right? No, he's at Ole Miss. Well, that's right. He is at Ole Miss. Good Lord. He's at Ole Miss. Hmm. 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan, not Josh Peterson, said Tuesday he had laid out a plan with his staff before the playoffs began. 
if a game were to go to overtime. He said he also con- instructed his assistant coaches to let the team know before the overtime period started, but did not feel the need to discuss the plan with his team before that point. What's going on here, guys? This is C-Y-A. I mean, it is clear from the immediate reaction after the game that the 49er players were unaware of any of this. Have you seen the video that came out of uh, Inside the NFL last night? No. So it's a minute and a half. It's really, really interesting because uh, Shanahan says, like, before they go on, we want the ball. We want the ball. So, like, he has definitely made his decision. Sure. The, the Chiefs fans, or the Chiefs side, on the other hand, is totally where you do not want the football. And so when everything happens, Mahomes runs over and he goes, they want the ball. They want the ball. And the coaches on the Chiefs side are like, sweet, this is exactly what we wanted. Then they cut back to the 49ers sideline. And Juszczyk says, so if we score a touchdown, they get the ball. And somebody goes, yeah. He goes, I didn't know that. So, I mean, literally, he acknowledges it on the field in that moment. Right, but he was also the one in the press conference basically said the same thing. Yeah, so I I don't know if, I mean, I'm going to trust Shanahan that they at some point. Of course you We look alike. Um, I'm going to trust him at some point that he he mentioned this, but they did not beat it into the the heads of anybody else enough. Like, they should have talked about this more. The Chiefs were ready. The 49ers were not, period. At the very least... When you saw the game coming down to the end and you could see, oh, Chiefs may score a touch field goal here and we may go to overtime, that there wasn't some conversations already happening on that sideline saying, all right, here's what we got to do. We got to plan ahead. But for guys to find out when they're looking up at the video board and the video board is showing the rules. The rules? And that's the first time they find out. That's amazing. Amazing incompetence by this incompetent franchise and this mediocre coach speaking of the wall street the wall street journal yesterday ran a column on the brilliant coach who can't stop losing big games is it unfair to categorize kyle shanahan the this way after three super bowl losses no i i mean i i say that's pretty spot on he's a brilliant coach he has not stopped losing in the biggest game of them all i mean john you now look at the last five seasons they have reached the NFC Championship game in four of them. They've reached the Super Bowl in two of them. And they have, of course, lost in those two Super Bowls. He's an incredible head coach, but right now he has gotten put in that bucket of a great mind who has gone very far, who has changed the game in a lot of ways, but has not gotten that final piece to the puzzle. You know, I, I mentioned him earlier. I mean, the Andy Reid comparisons, I think, are pretty interesting because for the longest time he was associated with of all things, the losing in the big game, yep. but also bad clock management. Yep. And while Sunday wasn't bad clock management, no. we're having a lot of questions about the management of the end of the yep. game. So I think that this describes him pretty well. It, it, it is a bit unfair, but this is the beauty of sports. There's only one team at the end of a season that can celebrate. Mm-hmm. And that's how hard it is to go all the way. And only truly the great ones, like Sean McVay, can go all the way. <laughs> Shanahan is a great coach. I, I, I think if you're San Francisco, you're thrilled to have him. Um, it is unfortunate, though. He did run into a buzzsaw called Tom Brady and then Patrick Mahomes twice. Yeah. Yeah, the greatest quarterback of all time two times and then the second best quarterback No, no, no. He lost time. to Mahomes twice. One time. He lost to Brady once. So Joe, who's like, better? I have to say the guy who's got seven rings. Wow. Wow, look at this. Gen Z 
correcting I think the gonna, millennials again. I think I'm going to have to reach it's out too, to Mark. Too, and too early to tell Josh. We're say. just going to have to just, you know what? The lesson I'm learning from this is we just got to cut out the millennials and just put them off to the side and just ignore them. You want to host the show with Nick moving forward? Is that what you're wanting? No, we need you here for the comedy relief. Oh, okay, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> don't smile. God, don't smile. Look at my teeth, John. My clean teeth. I am glad you keep them clean. Yes, me too. Thank goodness. Oh, I can see every single crack and crevice in them. Oh, yeah. Beard went away, and now the focus is on (laughs) the pearly whites, baby. Okay, three days after the Super Bowl, the Chiefs have signed defensive coordinator Steve Spagnuolo to a contract extension. Could this be the guy to replace Andy Reid when he does retire? Kevin Demhoff, the uh, COO of the Rams, was speaking on him yesterday and saying, you know, Spags is a really good coach, and we, the Rams, did not give him the best chance to succeed when it failed spectacular with him because Spags at with the Rams, and this was when they were still in St. Louis, they were awful. But the franchise was not in a good way. You still had Georgia involved in the process, and she was a disaster. Uh, the team was kind of flirting with the move already and so it's just a bad situation so there is a part of me that wonders if if there might be an idea that let's say Andy Reid retires next year or the year after that that Spags could be the guy to kind of take up the baton and get another opportunity to make good on you know how things went poorly so it's interesting. Time. He is 64, so he is no spring chicken. Oh, wow. He's damn same age as Andy Reid. Exactly. I so I thought he's younger than that. If I were Chiefs fans, I would uh, honestly hope not. Now, I think you bring up a lot of good points about the situation that he was involved in at that time in St. Louis and what that was like versus, of course, what he would inherit with this franchise. And obviously the biggest difference is he would have the best quarterback in the sport. Um, that said, I mean, I was never – taken away by him in any positive way with what he did in St. Louis. Some coaches are just great coordinators. Yeah. You know, and there's no shame in that. And so, um, however long Reed is there when he decides to retire, that will be a fascinating job opening because depending on when it happens, two years, three years, five years, there's going to be still a lot of time left in Mahomes' career, barring it happening ten years from now. Yeah. The sports book took it to on the chin because somebody let it be known that the Chiefs are a purple Gatorade team. Significant sharp action on the color purple caused the DraftKings odds to go from plus 275 down to minus 130 prior to kick. Fanatics saw 60% of the overall betting money on purple. Guess somebody talk? You know, they always have with the goofier props, you know, whether it's like this or the anthem. First of all, they have limits, so they, you know, they're really not going to get caught with their pants down too much. Yeah, but what are the limits? Like $100? I think they're more than that, but really? I don't think that they are like anywhere near, you know, five figures, six figures, anything like that. Yeah. I think that they're like a grand, I really? think, is what I have heard. Okay. But it makes sense because these are... You can't on, control these. Correct. Betting on an over-under with a passing yard prop... You know, you might have a good lean, but this is if you can know what is on the sidelines, you know, and if if a friend of a friend of a friend knows the guy who mixes a Gatorade for the Kansas City Chiefs, guess what? It's going to get out there just like the anthem is going to get out there. All of those types of things. So interesting. What what did it end up being? Because I saw there were some tweets. 
did Reba hit the anthem right on the nose? So, or was she over? So it, I think it depends on the book because after she like first finished, then they had the flyover, but then she kind of re-upped and did you know Brave again or of the Brave again. So mm. I don't know what ended up hitting. I think it depended on the book that you bet with. Here's another ridiculous Patrick Mahomes stat. Since 2001, 125 drives have happened in the NFL playoffs in the fourth quarter with less than a minute to go with the offense trailing by seven or less. Only 40% of those drives resulted in the necessary points to tie or win the game. Tom Brady went five for 11 in such moments. Patrick Mahomes is seven for seven. That is insane. Oh, interesting. And it's Hmm. in the last minute, in the last minute of the fourth quarter trailing by seven or three or whatever the number is, and you either scored the points to win the game or tie the game. And he has gone seven for seven in those spots. In the playoffs. You know, I I don't know if we still, it, it has a name, the game has a name, the 13 seconds game. There's some times where I wonder if we don't talk about that enough. That they had 13 seconds and they had the ball at their own 25. And two plays later, they were in field goal range and they forced overtime and they won the game. Now, now, some of that was on the defense. The Bills see, did not do a very good job. See, to me, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take that away from Mahomes. That's certainly something on his resume. That was more on Buffalo's misfire on special teams. They should have kicked the ball on the ground and then allowing Kelsey to be that freaking open. Yeah, that's to me, that's more on them than it was Mahomes making an amazing play because literally he made one play. But it was all set up because they botched the kickoff and allowed Kansas City to have decent field position to start. Well, not decent field position. They had their own 25. The issue was that well, they didn't cause them to receive the ball right, and, right. That's and what I meant. take the yeah, clock yeah, yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awful announcing says is it time... Awful announcing says it is time for CBS to move on from Tony Romo as their lead NFL analyst. After this season, do you agree? Yes. Ooh, I, mean, if, I don't know. If you could... I don't know, Jim! If you can afford it, you know, because not only are you going to have to get rid of him at $17 million a year times, what, eight years left or whatever it is, that's a lot of money. And then you'd have to pay somebody handsomely, probably a Greg Olson. Um, I think him and and Nance had horrible chemistry by the end of this year. I don't think Nance really... Nance doesn't seem like he wants to do NFL, but he does it because the paycheck is great. It's the most popular thing we have in America. Before the AFC Championship game, he was at a golf event, calling golf the day before. I get it. He loves golf, but... Dude, this is the NFL. You got to have your entire focus in on these moments in time. Certainly do not think Romo is anywhere near as good as he used to be. I would say that he was a little bit better this year, but I still think he is awkward and uncomfortable. He st- we didn't talk about it Monday. He stepped all over the final call. Yeah, he that ruined was bad. it. So, yeah. I'd say yes if you can afford it. The I mean, maybe the solution is to do with him the same thing they did with Phil Sims. They just move Phil Sims to the studio, which seems like that might have some changes coming too. And, and then you and then you can go out and get a Greg Olson. Yeah, and you could go from maybe the worst to the best overnight. I I I, I feel bad for Romo. Believe it or not, how come? Because I love his enthusiasm. He almost has a childlike enthusiasm for football. He's definitely like a normal fan in that regard, yes, right? Yes, and I like that about him. I want him to do well. But now the criticism has gotten so loud and it is so pervasive that even if he has a good game, I don't think people would give him any credit for it. 
and and I'm not to say that he's been good. That's not what I'm. I'm not trying to defend him, but I do like, I do like his enthusiasm, and I think there's a way that that shtick can work, but it's knowing your spots, knowing when to be that way and when to pull out, when to, you know, got to know when to pull out exactly. So. I mean, I don't feel that bad for him because he is making a lot of money, and so it'll be fun. It's a ton of money. He could buy us lunch. Yes. He could afford it better than Michael could. Even better than Michael. Michael's kids aren't going to be able to go to college because of because me. Because of me? Because of Popeyes? Oh, Michael, please, baby. Thanks Popeyes. for the Popeyes, Michael. And he, and how many years of Michael's life did he lose waiting in line for that? Oh, none, because he got to think about how happy I would be when By I would way, eat a thigh. We'll just skip the last question. Screw it. Uh, Orlando Magic, shouldn't they... No! He Shaq played there for four you. years. Get out he of here. He played there four years and you hated here. him. This is sad. Yeah. Uh, Soft. Did you see the Popeyes commercial in the Super Bowl? Uh, no. Of course you didn't. So Ken Jong, is it Young? Ken Jong? Ken Jong. Ken Jong. Yeah. Sorry. I can never remember how to say his name. The comedian is cryogenically frozen for 50 years. Oh, wait, I did see this. Yes, because yes. Because he, he was waiting for Popeyes to come out with wings. Yeah. It's so appropriate because literally that's the only way you're ever oh, going to you... survive a stay in the Popeye's drive through is to cryogenically freeze yourself so that you don't age. And then by the time they're actually ready to give you your order, you won't lose theoretically any time. I told you about it last time life. I went there. It was a work day. I was there. I got the food. I got to the station all in four minutes time. It was Rick Pitino-like service from Popeyes. Lickety-split, in and oh, out. I'm sure it was Rick Pitino-like service. Thank you very much, Popeyes. I'm sure you don't want to know where those hands have been. Thank you for your chicken, Popeyes daddy. Speaking of food, what's for dinner is next on 1620 The Zone. When you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. Crust is good on your pizza, not your ass. I will eat your ass first. He's tough as a Woolworth steak. And then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down. All right. And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap. I'm ready to hang them up, gut them, and skin them, and chop them up. You know what? I'm ready. My daughters aren't starving to death. I'll eat my neighbors. And we're going to get up, and then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Cliff, what's your, what are you going to take away as your best memory from playing basketball at Boston College? Probably just, like, going out to eat. I think tonight it's uh, soup and sandwich night. Soup and sandwich night? Yep. Chuck the soup and eat the sandwich, John. Oh, come on. Grilled cheese with some tomato soup? Delicious. Give me the grilled cheese. Uh, I'm doing burrito bowls. Hmm. Burrito bowl. Can it really be a burrito bowl if it's not a burrito? It's called a burrito bowl, Wouldn't John. Wouldn't that be just, can't we just call it a Mexi rice bowl? You could. I call it a burrito bowl. It sounds more fun. Though I do have tortillas. Maybe I'll just put it all on a tortilla. Get then some it extra would be, carbs. Then it would be a, a burrito. Taco. No, it's a burrito because it's folded all the way. See, again, Mexican food, same five ingredients, Racist. just in a different pack. That's what it is. Joey, what are you having? It's one of those days where I'm probably driving uh -oh. home and it's a last-minute decision. Mm. Well, don't go to Popeye's or you'll die waiting. No, 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 no. I haven't done Popeye's in forever. Good good, good call. Yeah, before, before I came in is here. Is Joey I... an idiot? I'm starting to get concerned. All of his takes are bad. What do you mean? He agrees with you about everything. I root for the right teams. You root for the wrong team. He sounds so smart. That's right. He's a Celtics fan. Yeah. 
best Celtics record in the league. One time, yeah, it'll be really fun when they fail in the playoffs. Uh, Maybe Joey will go to Taco Bell because they have revealed John their new 2024 menu items. Have you seen this? Have you heard about? Oh, this? let me guess. It's got ground beef, lettuce, tomato, uh, salsa, and some kind of a uh, corn or flour tortilla or in Doritos a, in, in an interesting wrap. Probably. Well, I don't they, go to Taco Bell. They have the Baja Blast gelato, gelatos we oh, talked yeah, about. Yeah. Uh, they now have a cheese it crunch wrap. No thanks. They mm. have chicken nuggets. Oh good lord! How about some nuggies from Taco Bell? Oh, I'm no. sure those are good. Oh no! They have churro chillers. Don't know what that is. A cheesy street chalupa. Okay. So yeah, I mean you're kind of right on the uh, things in here. The Dolce de Leche Cinnabon delights. I'd try one of those. Yeah, sure. Put not? it in my mouth. Uh, a cheesy chicken crispinata. <laughs> And all right, that's it. There you go. No. All right. No. I'm out. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good with. I'm excited for my burrito bowl. I'm gonna turn it into a burrito now because of you. Because of you being critical of me. I'm not being critical. I was just saying maybe we should call it a different name. I'm also gonna have some ice cream tonight. It's ice cream night. Oh, good for you. Actually, I accidentally bought frozen yogurt. She was like, "Did you realize you bought frozen yogurt?" I said, "What?" I just looked for vanilla. Just close your eyes and squint. It'll and be it'll, fine. It'll look. It tastes fine. Just it's, like ice it's cream. cold and soft. Ooh, do your giant ass teeth, do they get like real sensitive to cold? You should eat like that tonight. That might like paralyze you with as big as your teeth are. Seriously, because they grow. You might like just fall on the ground and start flopping like a fish. Man. Speaking of that, tomorrow we will have a taste test. Bye. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.